We're good. Good evening. Good evening. Yes. Welcome to a live session of the Across the Tracks podcast. We down in the basement tonight. <laughs> We're in the basement. We're down basement 340, what is it, 340 Madison Avenue. Madison, Madison Avenue. Madison Avenue hanging out. In our hometown. Yeah, we're actually across the track. We are across the track on the Mile Street oh, side the of the track. Mile Street side of the track. <laughs> and it's a live show, so it's all good to be here. And uh, it's a great weekend. I'm Wayne. I'm Steve. And let's introduce some of our guests. Name yourself. We got yeah, some. We, we got, got some. We got a lot of live bodies, live in, bodies. in the basement tonight. Jeff. 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 What's your last name, Jeff? Meyer. 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 Jeff Myers is here all the way from Illinois, right? Yes, sir. What's, Casey, Illinois. Casey, Illinois. We have Aubrey Meyer. Aubrey Meyer. And Ella Frizzy. Ella Frizzy. Sounds like something going on with your hair. (laughs) (laughs) This is a live show, folks, so you never know what you're going to get. Who else we got going on back here? We got in the basement tonight. In the basement. Me and Johnson here. We got Diane Moore. Diane Moore. Ricardo Moore. And we got a very special guest with us tonight. We got a very special very guest. Very special guest. It happens to be a birthday guest. Birthday. Today oh is our our friend and sister's birthday, Miss Sharon Stokes. Yeah, birthday. Say hello, Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> Say hello to the audience. Hello to the audience. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Well, we appreciate the invite, and we hope you have a wonderful birthday. Yes, so yeah, and uh, it was a good time. We had we had a lot of fun last night. We had a lot of fun last night at the uh, Waters Waters Ed Winery and Bistro. We were hanging out last night. Uh, part two, part one of the celebration was last night. Part two is tonight. We had a lot of fun. Uh, the music was dud, you know, <laughs> wasn't that great, but it was about the camaraderie and the friendship, caught up with a lot of folks last night that uh, we hadn't seen in a long, long, long time, so it was all good, man, and um, so it's a pleasure to be here, it's going to be a great weekend, great show tonight. Also, we have the birthday girl sister, Christy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, Christy. <laughs> So what do we got tonight, my brother? Christy what do we Meyer. got? Christy, Christy Meyer. Meyer. Right. Yes, yes, So yes. what do we got tonight? Oh, we're going to talk about a little bit of everything. We, we want to reflect on some stories from home, talk a little bit about tonight and how uh, we enjoyed ourselves uh, uh, eating, drinking, and being merry. I passed on the drinking part except water. And I don't know about these other folks in here, but we had a good time. We had a good time. It was a great time, man, and uh, it seems like uh, we were talking on one of the previous broadcasts that uh, we always seem to get together under dire circumstances. Right. Well, that wasn't the case this weekend. We got together, and it was a great uh, time. Before the party tonight, my cousin celebrated a year anniversary. Uh, I think you know know Dia? Dia? Uh, my cousin Chappie's daughter? Yes, yes, yes. Well, her and her husband celebrated year anniversary. Okay. So they had a little function down at the uh, VFW Hall. Gotcha. So we swung by there, had some food, 
listen to a little old school while we were there. <laughs> Did Bus Aid come through? Yeah, it was a lot of folks yeah. there, man. Okay. Jerry was like, there. Like it was like a family reunion, man, because everybody was up in there, man. Yeah, yeah. And so last night, met a lot of folks. Hadn't seen Ronald Bradley, Larry Bradley. Hadn't seen these guys in like 30, 40 years. Okay, man. okay. And then tonight, seeing cousins from the Michigan side of our family. Hadn't seen a lot of those guys since they were this high. Yeah. They were little kids, and now they're grown men and women, you know. With their own kids. With their own <laughs> Seems like they got a few kids. <laughs> so, it's always good to get together when the circumstances are fun right. versus getting together every time somebody dies. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So everybody said the same thing. It's good to get together in the circumstances that are good. Right. And, and, and as far as that goes, we know that uh, Greg and Marilyn came back yes. from a cruise and yes. they're not here tonight because they're worn out from having so much fun. And we we talked about this. We started this podcast as a result of us going on a cruise in 2016. And it took us about a year or so to get it going. And I think we're now at episode 106 or 7. And so we enjoy doing it. Uh, we just talk about things that, we, that come up. We have some topics that we specifically discuss. Tonight is like, let's just talk with friends. You know, because we don't do that too often. And it's, as you mentioned, under circumstances that aren't dreadful or somebody passed or anything like that. So we're going to have a good time and see how this turns out and introduce you guys to the world. Absolutely. You're 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> Everybody gets 15 minutes. Everybody. Huh? Well, I don't know if we're going to go 15 minutes because <laughs> we go 15 minutes each. We're going to have to break this up into three minutes. different podcasts. Everybody gets 15 minutes. Okay. But, uh, before we get into it, man, I think we need to we need to throw out tonight uh, a situation that occurred earlier today. Gun violence still continues to plague this country, man. We had a mass shooting in Buffalo. Uh, unfortunate, man. Ten people were killed. Uh, right now, they're looking at it. It may be a racially motivated uh, shooting right. because the shooting occurred in a primary, prim predominantly black neighborhood in Buffalo. Right. So that's what the FBI is looking at. But it just—it's just another tragedy of gun violence in this country. I have nothing against the Second Amendment. I could care less. I think people have the right to bear arms, and you have the right to defend your family. But a lot of this man is getting out of hand. Yeah. It's—it's it's just ridiculous. And so here we go. Uh, the country will be offering up prayers and whatnot. It's time for that to yeah. end, man. We don't want any more prayers. I hate to say that, you know, but we need action. And uh, to get a lot of these uh, guns that are not needed for, you know, anything. to I don't think they're needed to protect your family, per se. They're not needed to hunt with. And uh, the streets are just overrun with these weapons. of uh, They're, they're military-grade weapons. Yeah. So... So, just want to throw that out, man, to remember those families in Buffalo, a sad time, uh, but just another another tragedy that our nation's got to deal with. Right. And we learned about it when we checked into the hotel. Um, actually, we were, went to visit uh, Evelyn, and it was on, and we saw it. And as you were mentioning, they're saying that, you know, the person that perpetrated the, uh, the incident is in custody. And they're saying that it could be a race racially motivated. And we'll just find out what's going on. And, you know, Second Amendment or not, we, we are a family of gun owners. We have 
guns. And our son has more guns than you can imagine. But at some point in time, you know, people have to take accountability for that. And there's nothing wrong with owning weapons. There's nothing wrong with it. However, we don't need to have military-type weapons out there on the streets. And that's just my thoughts on it. And the more that you try to talk about that issue, the more things get inflated because of the Second Amendment. There's always a cliche, you know, uh, having a person uh, with a gun will stop a person with another gun and so on. But, you know, it's gotten to a point that it's gotten way out of hand. You know? Yeah, um, we're down in the basement, as we said earlier. And if you listen in the background, you hear a little Eric Sermon going on, a little <laughs> music sampling Marvin Gaye. We like that. Music is our sanctuary. Heard that on My Soul Radio the other day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my music is my sanctuary. And uh, so we're down in the basement just chilling. But since we're talking about this Second Amendment thing, let's ask some folks from the audience what their thoughts are. Jeff, how about you? How about you chiming in and giving us your opinion on, 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 on we're all this? We're all family here. Yeah, we're all family here. Your, your opinion is your opinion. Yeah, your right. thoughts are your thoughts. Right. The thing about the Across the Tracks podcast is we respect all views. You know, we're just two small town guys from E-Town. We say it like we see it. We allow you to do the same. So feel free. No comment. No comment. No comment. Come on, Jeff. No comment. That's all good. You know, that's all good. Anybody else? How about you, Yeah, I'd like to pose a question to Jeff. Considering you have no comment on that. However, the beautiful daughter that you have and the most handsome son and the way that you take care of them. Somebody look cross-eyed at her and you know you have no other choice but to use the gun to get this person away from your child. Would you not use it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Definitely pro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just nothing wrong with that. I'm 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 pro gun too, but I don't want to carry an assault style weapon out on the street, even though that they allow you to do that. Hell, in the state of Indiana, starting July the first, you don't have to even have a permit. Really? Wow. To carry. Now that's scary. I mean, how? How can the police do their job if, I mean, Indianapolis has become, Indianapolis has become the wild, wild west. There's not a day. Well, Lynn and I talk about, was there a shooting? Was there not? There wasn't a shooting last night. There wasn't a murder in Indianapolis last night. That's how bad it's gotten. But how did it get to this point? Why did it get to this point? We didn't have this before. No. When our children were growing up and when Christy was a little bitty girl and Sharon, our town, we didn't have stuff like that. We didn't need it. We had the police. Right. The police took care of it. Well, but as when, I'm we, saying, when we was growing up, it wasn't no guns either. Fight, well, get you back, kicked, out. and right. turn around and play together again and right. go on. It, it was the best. Yeah. It didn't exist. Yeah. yeah. Well, when, well, when do you think that changed? I'm not sure. I don't know. I I, th- I think myself about the 1980s and 90s is when things started to change. But why I asked Jeff the question because in the military when he was overseas, I remember what happened. Desert storm. 
was it after that? Were you there after that? No, I was you, you did, okay. And it bothers me because Ricardo was there as well. You had to take a gun to protect yourself. Right. You didn't have a choice. Right. And they would shoot you just because. And I don't know, I think these days you have to carry something to protect yourself. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it's East Coast, West Coast. And yeah. Exactly. So you're talking yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. That's when a lot of it started. It came from there, didn't it? Okay. I agree. I agree now there are there are times, and I'll be honest. If I'm going to specific places downtown, I will carry. Mm-hmm. You better. I will. You and know, like if I'm going down amongst folks, if there's some event that's happening, I'm going to carry. Well, even even in my job, I go to places like that. I'm not allowed to carry a weapon. Mm-hmm. But I make sure I go during the daytime. Right, right. <laughs> so I, I just don't have to real hard to run into that type of stuff. But, you know, even around here, I mean, in Louisville, every day you turn on the news, somebody's going to get shot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. multiple shootings. Right. And it's just, it's just become a fact of life, of everyday life in Louisville. Somebody's going to get shot. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think it's gotten to a point where that we become numb to it yeah. and it's such a common occurrence yeah. that we don't think anything about it. It's, it's like when we were coming up and remember the first car alarms? Right. You know, they when the car alarm went off everybody paid attention. Yeah. Somebody's breaking into somebody's car. Now a car alarm goes off and someone's right. just trying to find their car. Yeah. Right. You don't even pay attention to it right. because we've gotten used to that and it becomes part of our daily our, our daily routines, just like seeing people being shot down on the news, is, is a daily routine, and we we shouldn't think of it that way. It's a tragedy, but it's so it's a, such a common occurrence that we just, eh, yeah, you know. The kids now they can get the gun so easily. They can go to the flea market. We took our granddaughter a couple of weeks ago. We're going down one aisle. She was looking at something, and the next aisle was firearms. Yeah. She could have bought anything. Probably at a Rural King. <laughs> Rural King. No, it was a, it was a, it was a flea market. Yeah, flea market. Oh, Dixie Highway. I mean, yeah, yeah. Five, whatever. Well, then, go and ahead. You know, she, she looked at me, and she went, What's your country? I said, yeah, I know. Yeah. She said, can anyone buy them? And, I mean, a teenager could come in. Right. You got the money, you can have it. And then boom, you know, and, he get mad at his friend, he pops him off. And, and from my understanding, it's, it depends on which state. You don't have to uh, register those things. You, you know, you buy it from someone. What if I've been in prison for 35 years and I, I decide that I'm going to go buy this weapon at the flea market? Is there a background check? No. See, that's... You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, when I got my concealed carry, they did a background check. Who's be, if somebody gets shot, who's going to be held accountable? Right. It's especially if you if you can carry anything yeah. that you want now. Yeah. So it, I think it handcuffs the police. Yeah. Because the laws are saying, well, we don't care. Right. Did you obtain that legally or illegally? Well, it doesn't matter because yeah. I got it now. What are your thoughts? Also think about families. Yep. And the way that they're raising their children these days, depending on what type of parent you have, 
that child's going to know right from wrong. And some, some will go to their dad or their mom and say, hey, so-and-so's got a gun. Can I have one? Depending on what type of parent it is, they're going to tell. This is something that, you know, is for adults only. Right. I would hope that you wouldn't. Right. Because you could end up in jail if you get one, use it improperly. Right. And you end of your story, end of your life. Or not so train with 16, it. 16, 17 years old. So I, I'm really concerned about it. Yeah. You know, my kids care. And I know they do. They have to. Because they're in areas where, you know, they have to be mindful because... That's another thing that you have to worry about. And he ain't very big. <laughs> <laughs> Whether your child is coming home. We make sure that they text us if they go somewhere, especially Bray, to make sure he gets there safe and he gets home safe. Because we get to the traffic stop, my little son. Right. He's got a little mouth. We want to make sure you're safe. Because, you know, with the state of police nowadays, they trigger happy. We just want to make sure he's saved just because he's a black man. I had a debate with a white friend of mine. She claims she doesn't have white privileges. I said, yes, you do. She says, why? I said, you don't have to worry about your son or daughter going in the grocery store and being followed just because of the color of her his or her skin. You don't have to worry about that if your daughter or son gets stopped by the cops and worry about if she or him get to come home. Right. I said, so that, to me, is considered white privilege. But I don't see how. I said, do you, when your son leaves the house, worry about him being able to come back home? She said, well, no. I, I do. I, I <laughs> yeah. do. Because my son is black. She said, well, I just don't understand. Well, but, that's, that's just the differences between our cultures. Yeah. Some people get it, some people yeah. don't. You know, don't don't understand it. You know, and it's it's a topic that we should always discuss, and something that we always look at. Discuss with open mind. Right. I'm forcing my opinion on. Right. I'm forcing my opinion, but I'm not forcing it to where you have to do. I see that. I mean, it's even the way for us three. Right. And Joe, it still happens to me to this day. You know, I'm 61 years old. I don't need a little 15, 16 year old kid following me around the store to see if I'm going to steal something. Right. You know, it shouldn't have to be like this in today's society. Yeah. You know, so. Okay, okay. It's just the way it is, man. You know, it's, it's a topic. I think we've debated this on the broadcast. I don't know how many times. A few times. A few times we've had that that debate, and uh, you know, like you say, it, it's it's the way society is, man. I don't I don't think it's ever going to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just something that we have to be cognizant of and, uh, and and keep pushing. I mean, it's all we can do. Okay. It's all we can do. I heard a topic. We want to make a transition here. I heard a topic today. I, I had to write it down. So, uh, this is a sports topic. Um, did you guys hear about Phil Mickelson? Mickelson getting in trouble? I heard he withdrew from the PGA. He withdrew from the PGA Championship because he made a statement about Saudi Arabia and. I 
kind of took the quote down. He goes, um, we're scary. It's involved. Uh, Phil Mickerson told his, um, his folks that we know that uh, killing of Khashoggi had been a, her- a horrible record on human rights and that Saudi Arabia executes people for being over there, for being gay. And all of this we know, this is why I'm considering not playing there because of the way Saudi Arabia's government is. It's, it's, a, it's an authoritarian, family-owned ruling. And a lot of people said, well, you can't say that. He goes, they're murderers. But money's in Saudi Arabia, and he soon backtracked those thoughts and said, I apologize for calling them out for killing a guy and chopping off hands and, and killing folks. So he see dollar signs, okay, and therefore he said, I apologize for that. But he was, to me, he was speaking truth. What are the thoughts? I think that's bullshit. (laughs) Here's the deal. Here's a classic example, right? A few weeks ago, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar made a statement about LeBron James. He said, hey, love LeBron. He's a great player. He's he's probably the best player in the NBA right now. But some of the things he does on and off the court, I don't agree with. And he gave examples. Mm -hmm. And people were like... Yeah, Kareem, you're right. Some people took umbrage with Kareem. Be like, why are you criticizing LeBron? You can't criticize another Laker, can you? you? Know? <laughs> to me, in my opinion, LeBron is not a Laker. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to get into that. Okay? LeBron is not a Laker. Okay? Not yet. He plays for the Lakers. He is not a Laker. Okay. okay? But what Kareem said was right. You're the. You're the. You're the. You are the face of the NBA to an extent. You score a basket, what Kareem was saying. Why are you out here making gestures about, you know, you dunked on somebody? Go on down the court and play defense. You know, why do you got to, like, do these antics? You're better than that. Right. That's what he said. Yeah. So people criticized him because he criticized LeBron. A few days later, Kareem like, well, I need to backtrack from those comments. And I'm like, why? What you said was right. <laughs> yeah. This is no different with Phil Mickelson. Right. He's right. exactly right. Yeah. Stand up for what you believe, man. Right. Don't let money dictate uh, how you how you respond. Right. You were right. Well, the one thing that Kareem, Kareem doesn't, I mean, Kareem has money, but he's not in a circuit where he is playing for money, right. he's 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 a self-made man. He doesn't need anything. Okay, and so that shouldn't have that shouldn't have uh, hindered him in his statement. But if you look at, but I don't mean to cut you off, but if you look at the NBA today, don't they all do that? That's part of the game. That's that's probably why I hardly ever watch the NBA anymore because the game has changed so much, and I don't particularly care for all that stuff. Right, and that's all Kareem was saying. It's like the game should be about the game. Focus on the game. You score a basket, hey, hustle back, play defense. We don't need all this getting in people's face, doing all the, you know, the braggadocious stuff that you do after basket. Hustle back and play defense. You're a better player than what you're showing on the court. And then some of the things you've done off the court, which Kareem is very self, 
um, he's he's involved in civil rights and a lot of other things. He took issue with some of the things LeBron has said about COVID and a few other things. He took issue with that. Yeah. And he called him out on it because what he said was exactly right. LeBron was being wishy-washy about, hey, are you vaccinated or not? He was vague. <laughs> Dude, you either are or you aren't. Just answer the question. He Aaron, wouldn't answer. He was, he was Aaron Rodgers? Right, yeah, he was doing Aaron Rodgers. Right? <laughs> he wouldn't answer. So Kareem called him out, which, in my view, Kareem, you're a genuine Laker. Yes, you can do that. Yeah. So people took issue with, man, he's knocking LeBron. He doesn't like LeBron. Kareem's like, that's not what I'm saying. I love LeBron. LeBron is better than what he's showing. That's right. what he was saying. And same thing with Phil. Phil Mickels is 100% right. The U.S. is always kowtowed to the Saudis. Why? Because there's oil and there's money flowing through there. Right. And we turn a blind eye to what they do because we need that oil, we need that money. Right. So to him, to suddenly like, well, you know, I need to. I hate when people do that. Man. I hate when they stand do by that. your conviction. Stand by your conviction. <laughs> yeah. Stand by your conviction. Absolutely. absolutely. So I, 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 I feel should be playing. <laughs> he should be playing. And he, he probably will. Well, they said the day he withdrew. He so. just withdrew. He's not playing. Yeah, okay. he withdrew. He okay. Withdrew. And I'm like, why? Well, I mean, come well, on, man. He's been controversial because he's been called out on several oh, yeah. things, doing the legal stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I guess this was the icing on the cake. He said, we're fed up, you know, and basically told him, we don't care if you come or not. <laughs> so. Uh, Power behind that little white ball. Yeah. You know, so. It, it's, it's sad, man. It's, yeah. That you can't, you know, everybody should be entitled to their opinion. And people have to keep an open mind to hear the other person. That's what's wrong with this country right. now, man. Nobody wants to hear anybody. Right. Nobody wants to hear anybody. It's like, well, I disagree with you, and 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 I'm I'm coming at you. Hey, just you know what, man? I hear you. I respect your opinion, man. We agree to disagree sometimes, right? You know, and and keep it pushing. But no, it gets nasty and, and it turns into something else. And uh, the biggest thing is, as you mentioned, is a lack of communications. Yeah. You know, remember when they used to have point and counterpoint? Yep. Like yeah, on, on the show. Uh, yeah. And they always did used to do that on 60 yeah. Minutes. Yeah. They'd have somebody showing one part of the opinion, yeah. and then someone showing the opposite yeah. end because it brought along it brought along dialogue. Yeah. Well, you don't get that anymore. Nope. You know, I mean, we're now we're in Camp A or Camp B, and we don't listen to Camp A if we're in Camp B or vice versa. Heaven forbid if you're in Camp C. <laughs> See what? <laughs> Which brings me to another topic. Uh oh, here we go. We're privileged to have some very intelligent ladies with us. Today. Ladies? Man. This might be a hot button issue, but I have to ask the question. How do you feel about the overturning of Roe v. Wade? If it comes to that, how do you feel about that? Don't like it. Don't like it? Christy. I don't like it either. Don't like it? No. Lynn, how about you? Same here. Same here? And we've talked about this in our house. If, what if we say, men, we're going to cut you off. You can't impregnate anybody. You can't even talk. These days, men can get pregnant, apparently. That's, that's where, where we need to go. Yeah. And I agree with you. Right. I, in my view is, 
it's none of my business what you do, okay? At the end of this life, we all got to answer for what we do. That's between you and your maker, what you decide to do with your body, your life. I should have no business with that. The court should not be telling people what you can and can't do. And I agree with Lynn. You don't see anybody legislating what men can do with their bodies. That's, I mean, that's true. I mean, that's it's like, really? I mean, you're telling people you can't do that. Yeah. That, that's ridiculous. Man. Yeah. So it's it's going to be sad. I, I think it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to overturn it. They're going to overturn it. And then once they do that, Kentucky's one of these states that's got their trigger laws. As soon as that happens, boom. So... It's like, really? I mean, this is where we've come that you're going to tell me. I'm telling you what you can't do with your own space, your own body. I mean, really, come on, man. Sometimes the, the men that and the people that make those uh, statements or laws, you know, they don't see past the end of their notes. Right. You know, the, the governor in Mississippi says, well, I'm just going to ban contraception. contraception. Well, he we can't sell the pill. We can't sell the yeah. morning after pill. Well, let's say that a man says, I want to get a bisectomy. Right. right. <laughs> Is that illegal? That's, yeah. that's I mean, a, form a, of contraception. a form of contraception. Right? Our congressmen, they don't work for us. Well. <laughs> they don't. They work for How old are you ladies? 33. Would you, would you like to have share an opinion? Have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them in on a nice topic, Bring Wayne. Them in on a nice topic. <laughs> hey, what do they say? We we should want to hear from our young wait, people, wait right? <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Blue, blue, blue. Did you guys just hear that bus run over you? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, is it okay? Is it okay if they're participating? Or would you rather? Is it okay? Yeah, go ahead. You sure? Is it okay? I'm curious. Okay. So we were just discussing. How would, how would you guys feel if Roe v. Wade is overturned? Do you know what that is? No. So how would you feel if you're aware? No. Don't know what it is. Oh. Yeah, she's thirteen. Oh, okay. I thought you guys were like sixteen. She is. Oh, okay. So, how would you feel? Or do you, do you have an opinion? If you don't have an opinion, that's fine. You don't have to say anything. We're just we, we like we just like to hear from another generation. You don't have to say anything. You're no pressure. Anything. We can tell you how, how we feel. We feel that, that that there shouldn't be a law saying what um, a woman can do with her body and such forth. So all of us here have said that. You know, the women in the room. Yeah. And no one should be in charge of what you choose, what you choose to, do. to do. The only no. thing I disagree with about the abortion thing is this late term shit they're coming out with now. That you can have an abortion up till the time of the baby. I don't agree like, with that. Like, you go to the hospital ready to have a baby and uh, I want to have an abortion now. That shit shouldn't fly. I'm not going to want that. that yeah, late term? Is it called, that's called late yeah. term? Is it the late term? Well, we've seen a couple of things Some of the states say are saying if you can have the baby. Yeah, you're en route to go have the baby and then you change your mind. They can abort the baby at 40 weeks. Oh. Yeah. Well, that is, there's nothing right about that. At all. Yeah. Well, nothing. I agree with so, that. You know. I mean, I, I think to a certain point up to like I don't know six weeks or whatever, right. Oh, right. but after right. that, I mean, you yeah. should know what you're going to do by that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. agree. We agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know. To me, what is so really, really disheartening is the amount of women that agree with this new thing. That to me, it's like that they're older. It doesn't matter. They should know better. You know what I mean? You 
wiser years ago. For them to this have so many women trying to argue the point to me is Let's throw out a let's well, let's let's oh. I, I will, yes, but feel free. even so what people aren't even looking at they're using abortion as as a schedule. A lot of these places are providing health care. Right. Yeah. And once you you know, that you know, abortion is a trigger. But a lot of these places are providing women with health care. Mm-hmm. And especially in low income areas. Where you know some of these women have never even been to a doctor, been to a gynecologist. These places provide that. So once you label a um, facility, oh, they're doing abortion, it it just triggers. Yeah. So what what you're saying is that the clinics are there for health care, and and it's it's preventing it's preventing some women from. Uh, getting health services because that place is labeled a an abortion clinic when it's really a health services clinic that may perform abortions. So if they shut those down, I know that in some places they're they're you know women have to drive hundreds of miles for health services. Okay, that's true. That is true. I'm like to say that's like really bothersome. There isn't any that they will do that. Well, that's my pretty girls. Oh, <laughs> You're fine. This is a live show. It's live. It's live. <laughs> so, ladies, question for you. So, what do you feel is the most important issue affecting young people today that you would like to see addressed? Social media. Social media. So, so how do you feel about Elon Musk buying Twitter? I'm not on Twitter. You're not on Twitter? Instagram? Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook, I guess? No. Old people on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> right? So is that true? Come on. My daughter says only old people are on Facebook. Come on. Is that true? Be, be <laughs> honest. It's all good. Yeah. yeah really? See? <laughs> so you're on Instagram. What else are you on social media? I mean, so you said TikTok. social media. So TikTok. what is it with social TikTok. media you would like to see um, improved or whatnot? Like, like, like people comparing like themselves to other people. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. Like when you say comparing to to other people, how so? Like the way that they look. So if or some, so-and-so's got this kind of shoe or this kind of clothes, I need this kind of clothes. Like, yeah, like so people are like bullying. Body shape, shame them, is that what they Yeah. 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 Ah, okay. 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 Does that, uh, does that bother you in your daily life? Good girl. What about you, Cuba? You have your own standard, your own way of being. That's good. What about bullying? You have friends that are that has been bullied on social media? What do you think about that? Not right, is it? Yeah. Okay. But you would never do that, right? 
do, do you girls have the money now? Even if you've not experienced it yourself, but like any of your friends, do you go away to Reagan County? Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. What would you like to say to those that are bullying others? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, we don't beep anything. We, we don't bleep. We, we, we don't censor. That's why when you look at our podcast, it says explicit. That's always checked. That's right. <laughs> because every now and then, we'll throw out F bombs. That's right. Matter of fact, the last podcast, wow, we had a lot of F bombs, a lot of MF bombs. <laughs> it was pretty wild. So. BTS fans, <coughs> not BTS. Dua Lupa. I like her. Do you like? Do you guys like Dua Lipa? No. Lizzo. No. So, what's your brand of tunes? Music. Do you listen to a lot of music? Yeah. What do you listen to? I just listen to a lot of different stuff. A lot of different I like stuff. Them. I like slow, slower songs. Okay, like eighties, nineties. No, Just like today's slow song. Say that again. I have like a playlist of different songs that I like. Okay. okay. What's your favorite playlist? Yeah. Is, is, <laughs> who's your favorite artist? Yeah, who's your favorite artist? Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I like different. Just artists. you listen to everything, right? If it yeah. sounds good, it sounds good. Yeah. Who who do you listen to? Like, oh, they, these got to be in my playlist. Like, who would that be? Pull up a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, live and on on on, on the spot. Sample. Like Ruth B. Okay. Okay. Not Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> No wings and pizza. <laughs> Benson Boone. Okay. Okay. Who is? Louis Capital. Captain. Captain. Yeah, I heard of him. Capaldi. Yeah, I heard of him. Mm-hmm. Cool. No '70s stuff you listen to when you have to ride with mom and dad. No. 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 No <laughs> Eagles. No Steely Dan. Oh, Steely Dan. No. You, no. Listen to today's music? No, Bob Seger. Yeah. We did listen to some 80s on the way up, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Christy's got a jam on sometimes, and Robbie's like, oh, wow. Well, we appreciate you ladies joining the broadcast tonight and offering us some insights. Now we know we got to get off Facebook, man. We old. I'm 65. And I'm staying on Facebook. You can't take the Facebook away from me. How dare you try to take me off of Facebook? I have rights. You have First rights. Amendment okay, rights. Meta, Mega, the little Harvard kid that started. You're not taking me off of Facebook. Me off. Even though I did download TikTok the other day. <laughs> Yeah, my daughter's like, Dad, only old people. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Because we communicate. Right? We communicate. We communicate. Yeah. yeah. So where are we at, man? Let's, uh, 
we'll, this is a short one. We can make it. So let's 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 go around. Okay. And uh, since we're just reminiscing, maybe everybody can say something that uh, something memorable that they want to like talk about. You know, for a few. Something memorable. Something memorable that uh, really stands out in your life. You know mm. that, like, just one. <laughs> yeah, well, we 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 you know we we are a lot of time. <laughs> try to keep it swift. So yeah, let's start with the birthday. In your short time on this planet, what is one memorable thing that you like? Man, that was it. <clears throat> is anything? <laughs> you only get one. That was it. That was the thing. Like, wow, it was the greatest. There's so many, isn't I mean, it? <laughs> we know what that's gonna be. We all gonna have that memory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can Gosh, something God. other than December the twenty third. Right. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't know I remember that, did you? Yeah. It was cold. <laughs> it was cold as hell. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Si, senora. In your short time on this planet, has there just one thing that like, man, that was great? Or it could be not so great. It could be not so Theme here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember him saying that, like that would never happen. Yeah, school and class. Yeah. 
he missed family. that. Yeah. Family, yeah. And friends. family and friends. Okay. Cool. Well, for me, yeah. All of you don't know, but my grandmother died of 104. And when, uh, like Ricardo said, Barack Obama was voted in as president, my grandmother cried. It's 140 years. So wow. think of what she's been. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Um, yeah. Awesome. I don't know. I think, I mean, I think now, back into now, just being able to do things that our parents would, I mean, giving homage to our ancestors. Think about what we're able to do, what we're able to where we're able to go, where we're able to purchase, where we're able to have, where we're able to see that they, you know, it was just a dream. Living where you're living, obtaining what you what you have. I think that's probably, you know, the proudest moment of able to give our children something that we weren't able to have before in our parents and our grandparents. I think that's you know, culminating all of that, that's what I'm most proud of. Nice. Nice. This in the back. <clears throat> Can't be falling asleep now. Speak up. Yeah, no sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know life in general. We're all blessed to be here today. We're celebrating lifted over Mother's Day. My co-host. Oh, so many. I I would go with this kind of a standard theme here. Family, friends. Um, I think knowing my family from Louisiana and Florida. Because, you know, growing up in E-Town, was the reason that I grew up in E-Town, because my dad was in the Army. And he retired at Fort Knox. I was born at Fort Knox. But my extended family, we don't get a chance to see that often, which is in Louisiana, Florida, Texas. And just to have the opportunity to go and visit them, and connect our kids with them to know where their history is. And I'm able to do that and to encourage them to do that is a blessing because 
you know, our kids have never had grandparents. Okay? My mom died when Lynn was pregnant with Alex. And she was the last of the grandparents. And so, you know, she died in um, March of 88. Alex was born in September. And so they never knew their grandparents. And so anytime that we get a chance to connect <coughs> with our families down south, I always say do it. I mean, Alex was in uh, Shreveport, uh, Barksdale, doing training. And the Johnson family had a reunion in Houma, Louisiana. And I said, come on, man, let's go down there. And so we drove down, and he met cousins he hadn't seen. And I still have two aunts from my father's side. He had a family of 11, no, 13 kids. Two aunts are still alive, and he was able to meet them and um, cousins that he's never met before. So that's to me, has been the big, uh, a big blessing. Yeah. So how about yourself, man? Uh, similar themes, man. Um, I think I think one thing is, no matter where we go, this is this is indicative. No matter where we go, man, we always connect with each other. You know, we, we yeah. may not see each other for several months, but it's when we do get together, it's like we never <laughs> beat, you know what yep. I'm saying? And we conjure up all these crazy stories. Uh, that's how the podcast, this got started, because we were talking about Skidoo and shoe fly on these people. <laughs> yep. And Lynn's like, who are these people? What are talking about? It's people we grew up with. And we had those stories, but, you know, we, we hadn't seen each other since the cruise. I don't think we'd seen each other. In a while before the cruise, right. but it's like we never miss a beat. Right. We, we have that connection with each other, so that's one thing for me. It's always a, it's always good to know you have friends, no matter how long it is before you see each other. There's somebody out there you know that's like, yeah, that's my friend, man. It's all good, right? You know. Um, and I think E Town brings that brings E-town us back. It, yeah, it brings you back. Yeah, um, and, and it gives you that foundation. Uh, from being raised in a small town, it's just something I think it's in you, and you don't forget it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a great wife. Uh, always got my back. But I, for me, one thing is having a daughter changes you. <laughs> it, 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 it has. My wife would say otherwise, but it it has mellowed me to an extent uh, that. She calls, I do whatever, man. You know, that's just how it is. And I, I want it to be that way. Yeah. So uh, that's that's one thing I think is just, it's important for me to, okay. to be, be there for her in every way. Right. So, so that's it, my friend. Okay. You know what's right. One other thing? One other me, thing. Me yeah. personally? Yes. Because, you know, I've known you all your life. You've known me all my life. Right. Right, right. Me, you and Cynthia having Danielle brought you out of Chill. So, used to be so timid, so shy. He wouldn't say anything. Really? <laughs> That's why he was never in trouble like me. <laughs> if there was something bad going on, Steve Johnson was probably part of it. <laughs> Remember this, Wayne, when we used to go down to college to see Cynthia and Sharon. Oh. And I'm like, Wayne, we're not coming back. Oh my gosh. Get in trouble, man. <laughs> yeah. I have to tell you this story, man. And then 
So he calls me up one day. And I, I forgot what I was doing. He's like, yeah, man, I'm going down to Bowling Green, man. You want to go? And I was like, yeah, I'll go, man. What time are we coming back? He's like, we ain't coming back. I'm like, oh, I'm sure Miss sure Norma Jean and Mr. Charles. I said, I said yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Joe. We're going down to Bowling Green. You know, he's going to see Sharon. I'm going to see Cynthia. She didn't ask. She didn't ask. Well, what time are you coming back? She didn't ask. So the next morning we come back. <laughs> I walk in the house. She didn't say a word. She didn't say anything. That's when I knew, like, the tide has turned. <laughs> the tide has turned. You know, because she knew we we were getting serious a little bit. Right. And uh, you know, and I I I, I appreciate him for doing that, man. You know, because. He's like, man, I was scared to death. I'm like, what? We're not coming back. <laughs> but it was all good. But she didn't say a thing, man. I walked in. She said, oh, y'all have fun. <laughs> and you remember when he was coming back, and you was like, man, my mother's going to kill me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because I'm like, man, I never, I mean, you know, we'd stayed out, you know, one yeah, or two o'clock like, in the morning yeah. doing parties and stuff like that. But, like, not like this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we're coming back tomorrow. Yeah, we're coming back tomorrow. Oh my gosh, that's just how it was, man. But yeah. it's all good. But that—that's—that's that's friendship, and that—that's what we have, man, amongst us as a collective. You know that uh, no matter what, man, we we have stories like that that we can always conjure up, right? And it uh, it reminds us of the bond that we have. So it's all good. All right, all right. Any last ask last thoughts for anybody? I love you guys. Oh, you're gonna make oh, me no. cry. Whoa. There's no crying in broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no crying in podcast. There's no crying in podcast. <laughs> oh, that's that's why this podcast exists yes. for times like this. That's right, right. Friends and family get together and just it makes us think that yeah, we're back, like you say, just reminisce over old times and old things we did. It just keeps it fresh, right? Yeah. Like like we never left. Yeah, and I've, I've almost been gone from here for almost fifty years. Wow. <laughs> August nineteen seventy five was the last time I was really staying in Etail. September 75. I remember you when you were just a little smurf. Pigtails. <laughs> well, brother, this is this is we this has been a good good time. Um, we always like to say as we end our podcast, we say it like we see it. And at this point in time, with our friends and family here, we're going to continue to do that. Uh, if anybody has questions, you want to check us out on uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, Chromecast or Google Cast, South South SoundCloud, 
and all the others out there. We're out there, so check us out if you have any questions. If you have a topic that you want to cover, please do so. Any last thought, my friend? As my favorite New York Yankees would say, like three strikes, we're out. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.